Do you have a Halloween meal go-to for the night of trick-or-treating? Or do you feel like it's too hectic to have people over because you're getting kids ready and their costumes ready for Halloween? Well, I've got a super simple menu that anyone can do, even if you're just a beginner. And your guests will love it. So stay tuned for all the details here on the 49th episode of the Happy Hostess Podcast. First, I want to give a big thank you to one of my listeners that gave a five-star review last week, Wilman9. She titled Double Tuesday Joy and said, What a wonderful surprise this morning to hear my favorite podcast hostess interview a dear friend. I look forward to listening to Christy every Tuesday because she always adds a nugget of wisdom to entertaining. This Tuesday was a bonus because Dwayne joined her and shared his secret to effortless decorating and entertaining. My house would not be a place of comfort if it wasn't for Dwayne and the boys at the house. Goodness, woman nine, I hardly know what to say for your kind words. Thank you so much. I'm assuming you're from Lexington, so message me on Instagram. I'd love to connect with you. Your review helps others find the podcast and grow the community. So I am very grateful for every single one. So please let the five-star reviews keep coming. Now, I am so glad that you're here today as I'm going to share with you a menu that I make almost every Halloween or whatever night has been designated for trick-or-treating this year. When I find something that works for a holiday, I tend to stick with it. And that especially goes for a menu. I think I kind of started this habit out of laziness. You know, why would I want to reinvent the wheel if everyone likes it and seems happy? But then I realized that this was creating a holiday tradition and repeating the same type of meal each year on a certain holiday is really cementing those warm, friendly memories in our minds. So I'm grateful that my laziness paid off and I'm glad that I continued to loosely do the same menus each year. Now for Halloween, there can be a lot of prep when it comes to getting kids ready for their costumes, taking pictures, and of course, the trick-or-treating. So I always wanted to make the menu for Halloween something simple, but festive with a nod to the Halloween theme. Second, I wanted the menu to be good for colder weather, because in Kentucky, it seems like it's warm and even downright hot all the way up to the end of October. And then October 31st would come and bam, it is cold and windy. So of course the kids would get dressed up in their cute costumes and then it would get freezing cold that night and they would need a heavy jacket for the first time all year and cover up their adorable costumes. And third, We always invited people over to go trick-or-treating with us, either my parents or friends and their children. So I always wanted something that is adult and child-friendly. Now, my children are grown with my youngest being 18, and sadly, there is no trick-or-treating or costumes unless we're having a Halloween party. But the kids usually come over still for the same Halloween meal while we answer the door for the trick-or-treaters. One way to keep the meal simple and easy to prepare is by not making too many dishes. That meant I would usually only do two different appetizers, and I do tend to switch up the appetizers just a bit. Usually, I would do one as a cheese ball of some sort, and I wanted it to be festive. I've done cheese balls that look like little goblins or a pumpkin, 
And more recently, I've done the Halloween-themed charcuterie boards. But whatever I chose, it was always fun to kind of start off with that nod to the Halloween theme. Now, for the second appetizer, I almost always make the caramel apple dip that I talked about in the five classic tailgate recipes, episode number 41. It's a classic for fall and everyone loves it. So would always do that every Halloween. Now that covers the appetizers and we can get on to the main course. For me, nothing is better than on a cold windy night than chili. And it's very easy to make in advance. It actually tastes better if you make it in advance. So I make one pot of regular chili, usually the Pioneer Woman's recipe, and then another pot of white chicken chili, which is my own recipe. I'll link both of those in the show notes for you. But all the toppings like cheese, onion, sour cream, corn chips go well with both types of these chilies. And you can make all of them ahead of time. And it's easy to reheat the chili on the stove. Now, to go with that chili and to make the kids happy, I would make mummy dogs every year. You know, the hot dogs with the strips of canned crescent rolls wrapped around it. And yes, I still make those, even though my kids are grown. They are easy to prepare and they don't take long at all in the oven. And it's just kind of a tradition, so we have to have them. Now for the dessert, I would always do a Halloween-themed dessert when the kids were little, like the graveyard cake with crushed Oreos for the dirt and little ghost peeps sitting on top, or maybe a spiderweb cake or even just Halloween cookies from the bakery. And now that the kids are older, sometimes I'll even forgo the dessert because we usually end up eating all the leftover Halloween candy anyway, and that is plenty of sugar. So to wrap it up, every year I have a cheese ball type appetizer, a caramel apple dip appetizer, both regular and white chicken chili with all the toppings, some mummy dogs, and at least one festive dessert. Always keeping in mind that the menu should be something good for a cold night, both adult and child friendly, and of course, dishes that can be made well in advance so that we can enjoy all the Halloween festivities. I'll link recipe in the show notes for you so you can find anything that you want to try. Do you have anything in particular that you make for Halloween? I'd love to hear your Halloween traditions. Let me know over on Instagram. I just love hearing from you all. Thanks for listening and bye for now. Thank you for joining us for this episode of the Happy Hostess Podcast. If you enjoyed it, please subscribe, rate, and review it on your podcast app. It would mean the world to me. If you need links for anything mentioned during this episode, head over to happyhostesscollective.com and you'll find them in the show notes. A new episode comes out every Tuesday, and I can't wait for you to tune in next time. Until then, have a great week.